Welcome to the Born Unbreakable Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments, and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Brossery. More than just bra straps, the accessory I love. With styles from dainty to daring, you will too. Click the link in the description or go to brossery.com and use promo code BUSHIP to get free shipping on your order today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast, all the way from Virginia today. <laughs> uh, it's Hope Cherie. When Hope connected with me, I was like, girl, oh, I am so excited to have you on the show. So excited to have you on the show. There, you know, there is so much to say about Hope. I'm going to let her talk about herself, but I'm going to highlight a couple of things just to give you a flavor of the <laughs> gift that y'all have today. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hope is a writer, a blogger, an actress, a motivational speaker, an internationally named spiritual soul artist who sings as a member of Pharrell Williams' Voices of Fire Choir. Yay! Hey. <laughs> and she's got three R&B singles and four full-length projects under her belt of gospel music, 20 years of experience, a lot of accolades. This is not limited to, but just a couple of examples. Song of the Year, Female Artist of the Year multiple times. She's been on the Billboard Top 50 Music Chart. She's been on the cover of Gospel USA. She's toured all over the globe. I won't even sit here and name all the places, <laughs> but just know she's going all over the place. She's been on TV appearances in the gospel and in real life, a show called Real Life, and it's seen by millions of households. She's performed, like I mentioned, with Pharrell Williams on Soundtrack, which is a Netflix film and series. It's been showcased on The Tonight Show and a number of other oh, really big names. And this is so exciting. Oh, I'm so excited for you to talk about this. Is Just recently in July, Hope released her single, have Hope 2.0, and it was released on her radio show, A Dose of Hope Radio, which you can actually find at www.adoseofhope.org. Yes, yes! <laughs> All of that and a bag of chips, okay? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be sitting here for 20 minutes if I said everything because <laughs> I want you to have a chance to to talk about yourself and and honestly, you know, to talk about your journey. When, when um, I started this podcast, Born Unbreakable, it is about unbreakable spirits. Yeah, I mean, yes. that, you, you've been on a journey. I can't imagine the kinds of things and pivots and turns and twists yes. that you've had over the span of 20 years, but maybe take us back. Take us back to young hope, mm. like hope as a child. Like <laughs> what, what, what was it like for you growing up that was the really the time when you were inspired to be hope the adult that does all the things you do today? Like what inspired you to get into music and entertainment? Well, you know, it's funny. I, to go back because I really don't ever do that. But I, um, my grandmother um, sporadically would take me to what she would call the singings. And it's just basically gospel music, gospel shows, um, gospel artists coming into town and, um, you know, and just doing these singings where they basically would go and sing all night. And, and I would go and I would, you know, just really get excited about the, the singing the aspect of it. And then one day she took me backstage and I met this uh, guy named Charles, who was one of the lead singers of the Mighty Clouds of Joy, who was very, very popular at the time. And he said, little girl, what would you like to do with your life? And I was like five. So that was a heavy loaded question for me. I'm like, what would I like to do with my life? And then I said, well, I think I want to sing like you. Now, mind you, I'd never um, really 
thought about singing in that way. I just like, I just, I just want to sing like you. And it's funny because that fostered in my mind that everybody in the world could sing. I never really thought that there were people walking around that couldn't sing. I'm like, oh, they got a mouth, they got a throat. Everybody can sing, right? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I didn't even gather until I got to high school that everybody could not sing. I mean, literally, that is the truth. Like every friend I had could sing. Every, my parents could sing. Like everybody around me could sing. So to me, that was that was a thing. And then when I got to like in the choir in junior high school, I started with like, wait a minute. Everybody can sing. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've all seen American Idol, <laughs> right? We know the William Hungs and the you know of the world. Yeah, like, you I know, maybe who knew? Who you got lucky? You got yeah. lucky. You were fortunate to be be surrounded by. So you were surrounded by talent growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was. I mean, it was just all around me. And like I said, I was in all the choirs. So everybody I knew, all my friends, everybody I've ever met, truthfully, uh, could sing. So from five years old, is that when you started? Yeah, yeah. I started, well, actually, I started, um, you know, with the little choirs, I started getting in the uh, elementary school choir and then, you know, just kind of doing that type of thing. And then I was 15. I tried out for Discovery Show, which actually turned into be Star Search before Star Search. Star and Search I, before Star Search? Yeah, right. <laughs> it was called the Discovery Show. Was I'm it not even tell y'all my age, okay? Oh, girl. <laughs> that, that was with, uh, Ed, was his name Ed McMahon? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it was the discovery show and it came into town. I tried out for that. I mean, didn't make it on the show. I mean, I was very young. I was like 15, but it didn't stop me. And I kept going and, and then I ended up um, doing some tour dates with genuine and, you know, just out there with Girl. that R and B, you know, on the pony tour. I was like, yeah. And let me tell you a fun fact with that. How I got on the pony tour was Destiny's Child was supposed to be on the Pony Tour and they were brand new coming out the box. It was Beyonce and they were singing No, No, No. And I was like, what is Can this you crap? Pay my bills? Right, right. <laughs> and I was like, what is this crap? And, uh, <laughs> and it came out that, you know, Matthew Knowles had said that they couldn't come to this particular tour date. And so, you know, I got a call from Genuine's camp and they kind of said, yeah, hey, you know, can you make it? And can you open up? And so I kind of replaced them on that bill. So it was kind of neat, you know, to look all these years later at how that turned out and say, wow, okay. That like in the beginning, you just never know, you know, what you're going to, what you're going to cross. But I will say this to um, just to kind of expound on all of that a little bit back in the day when I was, you know, kind of doing all of that, doing all the R and B stuff, you know, my heart was kind of really into the music industry, but it kind of got broken because, um, I was what they would consider overweight in the industry at that time. And so I, I got a lot of hardship. You know, it was really hard to try to make it as an artist that they did not, I guess you could say they didn't deem me to be or have the look that they would want me to have. And so that was one of my biggest obstacles, um, you know, coming out young, you know, 19 years old out here on tour trying to make it. Mm-hmm. How did you overcome that? So when you when you're getting this feedback, you know you have this talent. And and you know, because we see today people of all backgrounds, all shapes yes. and sizes. We see look, look at the voice. You can't you don't even see the person. Right. That's the point, right? Exactly. You, you, That's the point. You hear the quality and the caliber of their talent and you don't judge anybody by their yeah. looks. So what yeah. what was that process like for you? How did you say, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to keep going. It took a long time because, like I said, you know, I came up in an era where that was understood, you know, and it was no heavy set artists. It was no you didn't really see any of that, you know, and, and it was during the time when I would just say, like, you know, happy birthday to Aaliyah. But during that time when she first came out and, you know, Aaliyah was this this, you know, this this beautiful young girl and, you know, slim and, and everybody wanted an Aaliyah. And so here I come, you know, with this this soulful voice and I'm, I'm doing my thing and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a heavy set lady. And it's like, mm, no. And so, but to navigate through that, I just kept going. I just kept going and I started creating my own lanes and I just stopped caring about what people thought. You know, I just said, you know what, I'm going to do what I do anyway. I'm an awesome songwriter. I believed in myself and I just, I stopped caring. I stopped yeah. caring, but it did take a long time. Yeah. 
But I, 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 I want people to, to take heed and pay attention to what you just said, because if it's not what you described, there is some obstacle mm -hmm. that we face on our journeys, yeah. no matter oh, what yeah. path it is that we're on. Yeah. And so that, that's going to come up and that's going to happen. And to, to hear you talk about yourself persevering, especially at a young age, yes. when you're still forming that confidence, mm -hmm. you're still, you know, get, getting that charisma. Um, that's, that's not easy to do when you're, you're still having tread on your tires, right? Yes. Yes. And you know, it's funny because one thing I, I do want to say to that, to that fact is that no matter what the situation is, somebody's not going to like something about you. That's what I've learned throughout the whole entire process. Because when I, I went out on this, on this thing, right, I said, when I went on tour with Genuine, I said, you know what? I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to hit the gym. Nobody's going to be to say that about me. And I did that. And I lost a hundred and something pounds, right? I was, I was small. I was doing my thing. Sent, I took some pictures one time and I'm being very transparent because I want people to really get this. I took some pictures one time and um, they were beautiful pictures and sent them to a promoter. And the only feedback they had was to me was that my nose was too big. And so, and I'm saying all this to say, people will always find something wrong with you when they are not confident in themselves. When they can't help you, when they, when they know that they don't really have what it takes to help you, instead of saying, hey, I'm way out of my league, I can't help you at this moment, they'll tell you something about you that's negative. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to know that God created you to have everything in you that you need. Amen. And you don't need anybody else to tell you what you are or what you are not. Just keep going, keep focused, and your day will come. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful that you said that. And oftentimes, when people have something negative to say, mm -hmm. it's a projection of them, yes. not you. Yes, so, I, yes. And you those know? are things we learn the hard way because when you're young, it just it just dagger. It's just like a dagger in your heart when people don't like what you do. But you have to just understand that some people are just not meant to like what you do, mm -hmm. and that's just that. It's not for them. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you, so you started singing, you go on tour with Genuine. So awesome. How did you branch out into some other spaces like writing and blogging and, you know, what, did it just kind of come naturally in some of the spaces you were in? How did you get more expansive? Well, I think because I've always loved writing, that's been my love since I was a kid. Like I've always written songs. And so, um, and then I like writing like stories, like short stories and poems. So that kind of just pushed into blogging, um, you know, for me. Um, I think really a lot of it came out of, again, that trial of not having the support and help that I needed. So guess what? I had to create my own lane. And so it's like, okay, well, if somebody won't do it for you, then figure out how to do it for yourself. If you don't have a website, you don't have money to build one, then learn how to build it yourself. Get in a book and read it, figure it out. And so I think most of my life came from having to figure it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then I wake up, it's like all these years later, I wake up and I'm like, wow, I have a marketing firm. I know how to build websites. I know how to, you know, do marketing. I know how to do social media. I know how to do all these things. And people are calling me saying, can you do these things for me? And it's like, how did I get here? I just you had to adding. do what I had to do. <laughs> you kept at it. Yep, absolutely. So th this is just a more of a selfish personal question because I think about this for people that are in entertainment or, you know, I see people, there's so much now, now there's TikTok and there, I don't know, all these other yeah. places where you could share your talents. Um, does anything make you nervous? Like in terms of performance, getting on a stage or what was it like when you did your first big performance and you knew there was a crowd and people staring at you. Yeah. Like, There's always that. <laughs> do, you get, do you get stage fright? Like, is that I, a thing for you? <laughs> it is, you know, believe it or not, I always say, I, I think it's more like nerves. It's not so much a stage fright, but it's almost like this for me. If I get really nervous, I know I'm going to have an awesome show, but I have to get to that point. It's like, I use my nervous energy, I channel it. <laughs> 
So if I'm nervous, it's like, oh gosh, you know, I'll go through those moments where I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go. Like when we did, um, I think it was a Stephen Colbert and um show, and we were there with Pharrell Williams, and we were doing um letter, um, one of one of the songs that he had out at the time, and I think it's Letter to My Godfather. And it was like the lights were getting ready to turn on, and everybody was kind of like, ah, like we get ready to do this thing. And, and so right then in that moment, it's like, oh God, what am I going to do? I don't want to forget my words. I don't, you know, you start going through all of that. And then soon as the music starts, it's like, all right, lights on, you better use it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Like you get into a zone. Yeah. You get into a zone. As soon as the lights flick, it's like, there's no going back now. You better use it. <laughs> okay. So speaking of Pharrell Williams, like mm -hmm. how did that come about? And what, what, has, what was it like to work with Pharrell? Um, it, it's amazing. It is truly amazing. He is one of the most humble spirited people I've ever met. Like he, I mean, he comes in, he comes around us and he's like, literally like doing this, like, you know, like, thank you. Like he is, he is truly an amazing person. And so to, um, actually, you know, make a long story short, I had went and auditioned. We had, um, the news had put out a, an article about, um, an audition that was coming and they were looking for people to go and audition for this choir. And so I said, you know what? Mm, I hadn't been doing anything for a while because I had, I had, a, um, a scare. I had a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. And so I had kind of been, you know, just sitting out for a little while trying to get well. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I called and, um, you know, I sent my videotape in and I got a call and they said, hey, you know, Pharrell liked you out of like 3000 and something people. It was like, uh, I believe 300 is what they chose to come to the live auditions. And so then I got there and then out of that, it was going to be 80 people that were going to go to the live auditions. I mean, to the, um, you know, to, to try on further to get to 50 people. And so at the end of the day, I made it in the choir. Um, you know, we travel with him. Um, Netflix came in and videoed the whole thing. And it just has been a truly amazing process. And I'm just excited that I even, you know, took that initiative to do it. Hope, was there ever a moment that you've had where you were like, I'm on Netflix. Like you could <laughs> go to Netflix right now and look this up and I'm on there. Is that... Like Let me tell you the craziest moment that I had with the whole thing, because my my grandfather, rest in peace, had passed away um, the Thursday before my, my audition. And so when I found out my audition time was going to be at one o'clock, I was I mean, at three o'clock, I was kind of upset because my grandfather's funeral was the same day. And I said, well, I'm just going to wash it. I'm not going to be able to go. You know, it was it was one o'clock. I said forget it. And so a friend of mine said, no, we're not going to let this go like this. He was like, I'm sorry, you know, be with your family, but I'm going up here and hold your spot. I'm going to tell them that you're at a funeral and that you're coming. And so he said, he went there and he called me and said, hope they're on the, like almost to the last person you got to get here right now. <laughs> and so after all, you know, I was just sitting with the family anyway. So I left, went to the, I said, my grandfather would have wanted this. And so I get there and I'm literally the last person the last person to audition. And so I, I get in there and I do my thing. And, and that's, you know, of course I heard a couple of days later that I had made it, but I was like, oh my God, like, look at, look at how it just ended up. You know, it just ended up like God was just feeding every single little piece of it. And I, and I guess I, all I can say is I was just meant to be there. That is one of the most <laughs> remarkable stories I've ever heard. I was meant to be there. <laughs> your your grandfather definitely. He supported me. It's I said he was with me because he supported me so much over the years. I mean, anywhere he told me when I was younger, he said, I never want you to not be where you need to be because of money. And he said, anytime you need to go and do something that's gonna further your life and your career, if you don't have it, come get it. And so he was right there for me like the whole time. So when he passed away, I was like, Oh my God, I'm not gonna. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And without him being here, without him knowing that I made it, you know what I'm saying? All these years of supporting me, I made it. And then when that, when they called me and said, your audition is this day, it just like my heart was in my foot. Like I, I can't even go. And then when he went and said, no, no, you're going. And he went ahead of me and talked to them and they said, Oh, tell her, come on. Yes. Tell her, come on. 
and I still made it. I said that he was looking out for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's a, that, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And there is probably something serendipitous about that. Yes. That made yes. you excel in that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I was doing it for him. I mean, when I, when they would asking me about, you know, well, what have you done? Where have you been? And I was like, I just left my grandfather's funeral. Like I just left. And they were like, like, oh my minutes God. Ago. Yes. Minutes ago. Minutes yeah, ago. Like slid in the door. Like, ah! <laughs> like, so, but yeah. 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 Well, I mean, mm -hmm. that, but your adrenaline must've been pumping because oh, it was. It was, it was, I was so nervous. I mean, by the time I got there, I was like, I don't know how this is going to end up. But like I said, it just ended up being amazing. It has been an amazing ride and I'm really excited. I'm really yeah. excited for what I'm doing, but, but I know what you asked me. Okay. So by the time I, the thing that was really exciting for me was when Netflix put out the promotional poster and, and People was like, hope, you know, go look at um, the, the posters up on Facebook, like the, the true, like the marketing poster that went out to Oprah, that went out to everywhere. And when I saw that with the big N and the Netflix and my face like slam in the middle of it, like, like I'm smiling and singing. I was like, oh, like <laughs> now that made my day because I was like, wow, like that is just so awesome to be, you know, just on the I mean, out of it was like what 75 people in the choir and so to be able to be on that poster and those and the promotional poster the official one that that went across the industry that was really big for me that was amazing I, for me I, i'm sitting here thinking okay there's like five-year-old hope you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. just thinking oh i think singing is a great idea i'm gonna sing and yeah you know and then next thing you know oh you're on the you're on the poster of netflix Right, right. Everywhere. Right. Oprah's probably got it sitting right there in her living room or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's crazy. It is just crazy. I'm telling you, like, God is just really, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. So. Yeah, oh, he is doing, he's doing his thing big. He's yeah. doing his thing real big in your life. One of the things that I learned too is that you're tied to the Act of Kindness Fund. Yeah. So t tell us about that. What, what, what work do you do? What is that fund? Why, why is it important to you? Well, the Act of Kindness Fund is actually um, kind of like my little brainchild um, from my radio station, which is a Dose of Hope radio. And so I have a single out and it's called Half Hope 2.0. And the single um, is kind of, I'm using it to kind of create an, um, I guess, an attitude of hope throughout the country. And so, you know, with so much is going on, um, things are getting crazy for people. Um, it's so much uncertainty. You know, it's just my way of sharing to the world that there is still hope, that all is not lost, but there's hope in humanity. And so the Act of Kindness Fund allows me to go out and my team to go out and create these acts of kindness for people to show that there is still hope. I'm a believer that it has to be more than words. Um, just to tell us to walk up to someone and says, you know, there really is hope. You should have hope. It's not enough. And so if you have a homeless person or a person who, you know, can't find groceries or, you know, whatever the situation is, need back, back to school supplies. And we can take that and we can say, here's a bag of groceries randomly, or here's this. And, you know, just to let you know that there is hope in humanity, that all of us are not crazy, <laughs> right. that, that there is some love left, that people are still kind. Um, that is what my show, um, A Dose of Hope Radio, is truly all about. It's just showing example after example of people who defy the odds and get through no matter what. What inspired you to start your, your radio show? I have no clue. No, <laughs> I, um, I have a blog. My blog is A Dose of Hope. Um, it's a dose of hope.org. And I'm always putting out good things like, uh, you know, quotes and, and stuff that inspire people. I mean, I sit down and I write on myself things that help people along. I always say that my name hope means helping other people endure. And so, um, and that's what I do. I help other people endure through writing and, um, just, you know, showing acts of kindness and love and so, and, and music and all that kind of stuff. And so that's how it kind of came about. And then I was like, you know what? I would like to see this on a larger scale. Um, and so then that's how I came up with the 
the radio station and just kind of um, we share people again that, you know, people that may not they may not have any arms. They may not. They may just be a torso. They may be completely disfigured. Um, they may just be amazing people who just, you know, defy the odds. And so that was just my way of showing people that you don't have to sit in filth. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to be lonely. You don't have to feel alone. Um, there's people out there who've been what you've been through and possibly worse. And, um, and you can still make it through. And here's example after example of that process. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Is there a way that, because somebody might be listening right now going, wow, that is really, really amazing. I would love to contribute in some way. Can people do that? Yes, yes. Um, we have the link on, on the website page. If you go to adoseofhope.org, um, our GoFundMe link is right there on the front page. That's really cool. So if, if you're listening, and we, you know, this comes at such a time when we need it. it. Yes, oh, it really yes, does. It really I mean, does. if un unfortunately, you know, if we turn on the TV, anything, most of it isn't good. Yeah, most you of have it. Have to turn isn't it off good. sometimes. <laughs> no. and you know, I mean, and that's that's yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and that's the that's the thing that you know, inspires me is that, you know, you're tired of negative news. Everybody's tired of negative news. We know that these things are happening. Okay. Stop beating us over the head with it, you know? And so I try to, you know, within my shows to have some good news. I find some good news from somewhere. I'm always, you know, kind of strolling the internet, trying to see what's going on. I mean, I'll just take a random person that, you know, graduated from college after 25 tries, you know, <laughs> Or, or pass the bar exam after, um, you know, 15 tries and just say and just spread that good news out there and say, hey, look, you know, don't give up. Look, look what she did. You know, so it's yeah. just all about finding the good across the globe. It is. It, it is. Out. Well, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's it's uh, it's been discouraging for, for a lot of people. Yes. Yes. Not to mention, of course, we're in a pandemic that yes. puts a whole nother damper on things as far as limitations and and an impact on people's businesses and their yes. livelihood mm -hmm. in many ways so having to persevere through what many of us thought were going to be you know three months six months nine right, months right. to 18 yeah. months and yeah you know so that's uh that hope and inspiration is is needed ongoing so the yes. fact that you you have a platform that allows for people to be continuously inspired yes. is, re is really incredible. Yes, yes. Um, so I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this. Have you ever been put on the spot to sing a little clip of something? <laughs> is oh. that something you could bless us with? Maybe uh, either, okay, I would ask one of two things and I'll let you choose. So uh -huh. either uh, you're single, because obviously that just came out and um, I, I, I'm gonna share with everyone too, because I've got a, um, you know, a YouTube clip because I want everybody to see that. Okay. Or it could, it could be anything that you've worked on that you're just really proud of and it just, you know, compels you that you might want to hmm. share with us. I could share a little bit of my single. Um, it I actually I'm really proud of it because we just put it out a couple, about a month ago. Um, and we have a YouTube video that's out um about it as well. And the song is just doing amazing because I think it's just needed at this time. You know, I was invited to Washington, DC a couple of weeks ago to um to just speak to do a motivational moment with the mayor and and I was just singing that song and just talking to people and you can see devastation around, you know, a lot of drug addiction and stuff like that. And just to be out there on a platform talking to people about having hope to not give up and singing that song and people coming to you. I mean, you can see the tears rolling and them coming to you saying, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. And it's just been an amazing journey with this song. And then, um, Last weekend to be in DC, there was a show with um, Parliament Funkadelic um, that I'm going to be doing motivational moments on a lot of R&B um, type things. So 
you know, in shows and stuff like that, just inspiring the masses. And that's what it's about. And so this song, and then last night, I heard that um, in uh, Washington, D.C., that the police commissioner actually was playing this song in the background as he was, um, you know, they were out there, um, I guess, doing something like peace in the streets and trying to deter gun violence. And I said, wow. So it just made me feel good because I said, well, at least it's it's doing what it's supposed to do. And so I was excited. So I'm going to sing just a little bit of it. And I hope that it will encourage you. somewhat. (laughs) And it's a part of the song that says, I know that life gets hard sometimes. You gotta fight it, gotta fight it hard. I know if God gave it to you, you're gonna get it. He's gonna see you through. Don't worry about the time or the day. Know that God is gonna make a way. Stand up and believe in yourself or you can do it. Hey, hey, just have hope, yeah, 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 yeah. You've gotta have hope when you're feeling down and no one's around. Even when the bill's gone mad and even when you feel so sad, I wanna leave hope with you. <laughs> so it's called Have Hope. <laughs> Oh I was God. holding my breath like the entire time you were singing. I had chills. I don't even know what's happening to me right now. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I love that song. It's just it's just so encouraging. And now everybody loves that song. <laughs> and now everybody loves that song. I'm Thank telling you. you, for those of you listening, I mean, that was just such a present today. You know, and here's here's the funny thing, Hope, is that I believe, you know, we've got 24 hours in a day and so much, so much of us are, are working and grinding and doing so much that it really is those small moments that make a difference. And it's it's like right now for somebody who decided I'm going to listen to this podcast, this, this title caught my attention. I'm looking for inspiration. Those couple of seconds can totally shift someone's energy and shift someone's day. Yes. And so I just want to thank you for that because, you know, I mean, this is this moment in time, but you're doing this constantly. Yes. Yes. So you can't imagine what it's like. I tell people all the time, like I'm so into a positive zone on a regular basis because this is what I do. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm always in the news. I'm always looking for positive things. I'm online. I'm trying to figure out like who's got something, you know, great to say and that, that I can share this with. So I'm always looking for good. And so when negative things happen, it's, it's so intrusive. It's yeah. almost like, what, what? <laughs> like, leave me alone already. yeah, you're taking up my space. Go away. <laughs> I yeah. need to keep things positive. You know, people ask me, one of the questions people ask me all the time is what is a kindness coach? Because I call, I call myself a kindness coach. And I think that people are, are kind. Yes. But I, I do think it takes some effort <laughs> because people are, uptight, you know, things are going on in life. Life is getting hard for a lot of people. So much indecisiveness. It's just crazy. And sometimes people just forget to be kind, you know? And so like you see somebody in the store and you're looking at them and they have this horrible attitude. You say, good morning. They don't speak back. I think sometimes people just need, they need coaching and how to be kind because I think we've forgotten that. And so, and that's what it is. And that's, and that's what I'm about. Just kind of putting that foot forward and, um, and creating that platform for people to be kind to each other. Yeah. And you know what? Kindness spreads. So mm-hmm. just like you said, for that person that is in a bad energy and they're out there going shopping, you know, it, it sometimes takes that person. It does. That gives them that energy that smi- like smiles, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's kind of weird because with the masks and everything, you might not be able to <laughs> right. do all that <laughs> if you're socially distanced and, you know, you could do it. But I mean, that makes a difference. Yes. You know, you, you, cha- you can change that, you know, in somebody's day to give them that smile, that energy. Um, and, and I, you know, I hope people that are listening are thinking that you have the power within Mm. you to do that as you step into the world. And even though you're off and we're rushing, doing our things, those little small acts of kindness uh, makes a big difference. They make a difference. They make a whole lot of difference. I would do this thing with my sister when I was young. It's funny because my sister's going to visit this weekend and Uh maybe I'll tell her we should do this. We would sit in the car when we're stopped at a stoplight 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and then like, you know, it's taking forever. And there's somebody looking at you. And uh-huh. we would just like jam out like right uh-huh. there yeah, in yeah. our own world and everything. And then someone at first, they look at you like you're crazy. Right. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And like, you are feeling yourself. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. But then they're like, we like your attitude. And yeah. then, you know, they're, you know, over there dancing. I mean, yep. it's contagious. It's, it having is so fun. Con- yes, it is. It is so contagious. People love that. I mean, I, one of the one of the things that I started doing lately, and I, I just, I think it's hilarious when I do it to people, but I was, I'll walk up to somebody just like, you know, like not just random, but if I'm in a grocery store and somebody's behind you in the line, I'll say, how are you today? But I really act, I wouldn't say act, but I'm really interested in how they're doing. Most people use it as a phrase now. They just go, hey, how you doing? And keep walking. Yeah. They don't really care how you're doing. No. They just say, hey, how you doing? And keep walking as a phrase. But I make it a point to stop and say, hi, how are you doing? And then I stop stop and wait for the answer. And they're like, Somebody cares. Funny. Yeah, right. It's somebody. Oh, and, and then they. And it's funny because they actually will tell you. Oh, wow. Well, you know. And then at by the time of the you're at the end of the conversation, yeah. then they're like, "Wow, thank you. You know, I appreciate. Nice meeting you. What you say your name was again? Yeah. You know." And then it's like, yeah. "Wow." And it yeah. makes their day. It's cathartic. Somebody cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody cares. they they were able to get something you know off of their off their mind or Absolutely. you know that's that's Absolutely. so true. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, Hope, I shared a lot of the the different things that you've done mm-hmm. um, over the last 20 years. What are you excited about right now? Like, what what is Hope doing currently? What's Hope doing over the next year or so? What, what can you share with us? Well, um, a lot. Let's just say that. <laughs> I wish it was more Hope's. <laughs> So that I could uh, rest. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you could clone yourself. Yeah. So you could do uh, multiple things at once. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to be actually going in and just working on more uh, new material. Um, I can't get into a lot of it, but I did get a call recently. And they were like, do you want to take a dose of hope radio to the next level? And so I'm like over the moon excited about doing that and what that's going to mean for the brand. So, um, but yeah, it's coming y'all and it's going to be oh really, really big. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait. I'm so yeah. excited about that. Yeah, yeah. See, now you've got people on the edge The people are going on Netflix, right? <laughs> looking up stuff. They're going to a dose of hope.org. So we've got a lot and I'll make sure in case you're driving and trying to keep track of everything we're talking about that these links are in the show notes. Amen. So Thank you, you can go and click and get to everything right. really easily. Um, I hope one of the things I like to do in my show is ask a couple questions that help people learn a little bit more about you. Okay. Um, like you said something earlier and it really resonated with me because you said it really beautifully is, you know, and, and it was when you were telling your story about how you persevered mm-hmm. because you weren't worried about, uh, you know, being Aaliyah. Yeah. You, right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, and the, 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 the whole point of, uh, the show is being unapologetically you. That's yes. what I like to say to people is be yes. unapologetically you because you it. are unique. There's yes. nobody like you. That's it. So, when you spend your time comparing and trying to, and there's nothing wrong with having inspiration. There's right. nothing wrong with looking at somebody and going, right. you know, that's awesome. I mm-hmm. want to be like Oprah. Yep. Or I, yep. But but you're you. Mm-hmm. So there's something special about that. And that's why yes. I like to ask these questions is because it kind of lets people know how what, what, what how you're uniquely you. Yeah. So uh, my first question is, uh, what are three words that describe you? Hmm. Ambitious, um, caring, and considerate. I love that. That's perfect. Okay. What's something about yourself that you're working on improving? Hmm. Wow. Um, that's a good question. I've done so much work (laughs) on myself. Um, let me see. Um, I think, um, I wear my heart on my sleeve in a lot of ways. And I'm learning to uh, toughen up my skin a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been an ongoing process for me. Um, it's easy, 
you know, for me to uh, feel let down by things. And so um, I've worked on that and I understand now and I, I understand better now that what's meant to be will be. Mm-hmm. And there is no, there is no, uh, it's not a, it's not a gray area there. It's, it's black and white. What's meant to be will be. If I'm meant to do this, I'll do it. If I'm not, I won't. And that's it. And so, and, and to stop being, you know, so upset about things when they don't go the way that I want them to go. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm definitely working on that. Yeah. It's I'm an sure ongoing process. It is an ongoing <laughs> process. And I, and I'm sure people are going, me too. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Listening, going, ooh, that's something I could relate to. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Because you, you're always going to be coming up with new ideas, new things to do. Um, then you, you roll out this plan. They said you want to, you want to make God laugh. You know, and tell him your plans, right? And mm-hmm. so, if you truly want His blessing on things, then at the end of the day, you have to understand that sometimes you won't get it, and it's because you just weren't meant to be doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to really come to grips with what that is. When when the answer is no, the answer is just no. And it's not personal. Just mm-hmm. get on another, get in the car, put the seatbelt on and go down the other road. That's, <laughs> That's it. right. Mm-hmm. There is always another road. Yeah. Ooh, that was a dead end. <laughs> right. That was a dead end. Next. Okay, I'm going to turn over here. Right. Down another path. <laughs> you know. That's, that's life though, right? Yeah. That is life. Like, dang, man, I've, been, I've gotten a lot of dead ends. What's going yeah. on? This you can't be devastated patch. by everyone. Yeah. Well, and the thing <laughs> is, is that we we like, we we in our minds think that things are linear, right? Yeah. But like, we're just going to go in this straight line. And life is like a zigzag and a loop and a circle yeah. and everything else. So, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so what's a self-limiting belief that you've had that you've had to overcome? Um, hmm. A self-limiting belief that um that I deserve to be here. I've had to really walk into that thing because um a lot of times, you know, these big doors are open for you. These big things that I've been allowed to be a part of and then having that underlying feeling like you're almost intimidated by it or scared of it because you're thinking like, like really, am I good enough? What's happening? And I had to start telling myself that when I walk into a room, I deserve to be here. When I walk into this room, this room needs me. And so, and to walk into it with that attitude helps me to conquer any, you know, fear or anything that I may have in that process. And so I've learned to just do that. Like I'm going to stop self-doubt and I'm going to stop um, not feeling worthy of the blessings that have come into my life. So that yeah. is right. Yeah, that is so right. I'm supposed to be here. Ooh, girl. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. There are people thanking, thanking yeah. me right now for being in this room. That's right. Absolutely. That is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you, have you to what, think like that. You I mean, if you don't, you will put yourself out of so many opportunities. Yes, talk yourself right out of them. Yeah. Feel like you're not worthy, like you you know, you shouldn't be here. You know, how did this happen? I fell upon this, so I'm I'm I must not be ready. No, stop all of that self-talk, that that doubt. Stop it. Because if you were if you were given the opportunity, you were you are already meant for it. Mm-hmm. And another thing too is I, I tell people all the time, you're gonna go through a period of life where it seems like a lot of things are no, but it's that's the time that you're supposed to be learning. That's the time that you're supposed to be getting pruned, like you're supposed to be getting ready. And then one day that light's gonna flicker on and it's gonna be like boom, now is your time to shine. And the sad part is most people spent so much time complaining about getting ready that they never got ready. You know, so take oh. that time to get ready. Get ready. And mm-hmm. it and here's the thing. Because this has happened in this generation in this time. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe even the last two generations is this instant gratification. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. people are looking for, like, if I do this, it's gonna work. Right. 
right. I'll be famous or you right. know, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's mm -hmm. been five minutes. You got to work a little harder than, than yeah. that, you know, yeah, than, than that. Than that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the, you know, and, and, and you, and this is coming from someone who's, you've been at this for over two decades. Yes. Yes. A long time. That is like. <laughs> I talk about perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, and that's the, that's the creative aspect though, mm -hmm. is, is you're continuously doing new things and, yeah. you know, and that's the, I, I think that's an important part of the journey is just appreciating the highs, the lows and everything in between. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And learning you know? from them learning from them. That's the key. You know, if, if I told you that you were dumped here, you know, your mom, your mom had you and you were dumped here to learn. What have you learned? Things mm -hmm. have to happen for you to learn. Yeah. You know, everything's right. not going to go smooth. You know, some things are just teaching elements for you mm -hmm. and you have to get it, just get it, learn it yeah. so you can move on and stop learning the same thing over and over. <laughs> Learn Sometimes it so you can move on. <laughs> we have to learn the same thing over and over mm -hmm. to actually get it, right? Yeah, There's, yeah, some people. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, are we talking about the same thing for the fourth time that you just did? You didn't yep. learn your lesson? Yes. Right. Yes, we are. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. But that's that's life, though, right? And that's it takes, life. It, it takes a couple of times of repeating yep. some mistakes yep. for us to for it to stick. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I think I got it this time. I think I got it. Um, well, I think that most people don't even get that they're learning. They just I feel agree. like the, you know the, the perspective. You know, I'm going through life. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that, and mm -hmm. you don't even realize that you're being taught something. So if mm -hmm. you never learn it, you just stay in school. You don't graduate. Yeah. That's it. Well, and, and there's also the, the, the mindset in, for me is everything. Yeah. Because you could yeah. be, a, be a victim or you could be a victor. And it's a choice. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. day, it's a choice. Yep. It is a choice. And, uh, and I love the way that you speak of no means that you're learning. Yeah. And that, and, but that right there in and of itself is a gift. Yes, it is. It is. It really is. And it takes a long time to, to get there mentally. It really mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my next question for you is what's one thing that you want to see changed in the world? Mm. I want to see, I think we've been talking about it the whole time and it's, it's kindness. I want to see people love you know, of all the things that God commanded us to do, he said, the number one thing I've commanded you to do is to love. It covers everything. And I wish, I wish, I know it sounds fairy tellish, but I wish that I could just see, just, just live in a land where everyone just looked after each other. Why do we have to wait until 9-11 or these major tornadoes and hurricanes and catastrophes before we can go over and help our neighbor do something? Some of these people, you know, have never even had a barbecue with the neighbor next door until both of them, their houses are blown away. And it's like, why do we have to do that? Why can't we, regardless of race, regardless of culture, regardless of anything, why can't we just love each other? And that's, if, if I could live in a perfect world and snap my fingers, then everyone would love each other, regardless. It if covers was, so much. If there was one person I would want to listen to every morning, Hope, it would be you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> If I woke up and heard that kind of message every day, I would be able to do all the things that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, in life. <laughs> but, yeah, but that, I mean, and, and here's the thing about what you said, is it is that simple. It is. It but we make is. it complicated. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and you know, for, for anyone listening right now, do you know your neighbors? Do you talk to your neighbors? Do yeah. you kind of know your communities? I mean, these are some of the th think back to the time when we had when there were we didn't have this kind of structure and there were villages. I mean, mm -hmm. there's still that today. Yeah. Let me say there's still that today in some parts of the world, but um you can't you couldn't survive. You couldn't do anything without other people. Yeah, yeah. You and you know, it's it. funny because on on the show, Dose Hope Radio, we have um we have a part called Good in the News. 
And I'm always looking for people who go up that they're like unsung heroes in their own communities. And so they kind of go out and they just do like crazy things. I mean, you, you'd be asking them like, well, how did you take the little bit of money you have and, and buy lunch for all those kids, you know, for all those years who didn't have money, you, they just come to you and get their lunch. But like, how do you do these things for people? How do you give of yourself that deeply that, you know, you're sitting in poverty yourself and you don't even, you're so selfless. Like, how do you do that? And so it's, it's real people out here who do those things, who love beyond themselves and, and they should be celebrated. Mm -hmm. They truly should be celebrated because they're rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, and there's what I've found in my journey. And, and I, I feel this energy from you. And it's, it's so refreshing is that life changes and your perspective changes when you give. Yes. Yes. You got it. You got it. Because I, I tell people all the time that your life will change once you become a person of servitude. Once you step outside of yourself and start serving somebody, even in a broken state, even when your feelings are hurt, you're upset, you know, you don't even know how you're going to get the strength to even do anything. Start going to the nursing homes, start, you know, going to telling stories or reading books at the, at the children's hospital, start doing things that matter. And Mm -hmm. once you start doing that and start giving of yourself, God has a way of bringing all of that back to you and will give you the desires of your heart, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And so I'm telling people, please just step outside of yourself for a minute, do for somebody else and watch what will be done for you. Mm -hmm. And I actually think there's a part that I agree with you so much, which is it's usually in those moments. Mm hmm. When you're when you're downtrodden and beaten down, that you'll learn the most yes. because of what it takes mm-hmm, for you mm-hmm. to give in those moments. Yeah. And when when we're in that, because it's and uh, me personally too, it's happened so it's happened a lot where you're in the muck and you're crying yes. and you're sad. But when you're doing that, that means that you're you're really into you. Yes. And when you can get outside of that and be in service and in gratitude, it shifts you because you can't be in service and in gratitude and, you know, depressed at the same time simultaneously. Right, right, right. You you get into a different headspace and a different heart space. Mm -hmm. And so um, I I would just encourage that because based on what I've I've learned from Hope and myself um, is, is, is try that. You know, try that if you're if you're Mm -hmm. struggling right now, if you're going through something and and you and you haven't gotten outside of yourself, maybe that is is if there's one thing that you could take away from this podcast today is it's to to give that a try. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it helps. It Mm -hmm. helps. It helps you get get out of the hard places. Mm -hmm. It really does. So. Hope my my next question for you is what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? Hmm. Hmm, the best advice that I've ever been given is simple. It's just to to believe in what hope has to offer. It's to believe in who hope is, to believe in what hope produces. If, if, if I can't believe in me, then why should I expect anyone else to believe in me? And so when that really clicked for me, then it was like, you know what? It's, there is nothing. There is truly nothing I can't do. And I believe that. Oh. So you have no other choice but to believe that too. Just saying, just saying, just saying, in case you were wondering or doubting yourself today, that moment is over. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> that moment right, exactly. is over. It's yeah. gone. But how, but how many times, though, in the day, whether it's because of something someone said, it was mm-hmm. something that happened at work, it was an argument yep. you got with somebody that you really care about, yeah. that you don't believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can happen all day. It's, it's an all day thing. All day. It truly is an all day thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to talk to yourself. 
You really have to tell yourself, you have to pat yourself on the back. You have to encourage yourself. You know, when I get up in the morning, I'm like, okay, wh what, what am I going to accomplish today? I'm a really big um, person on goal setting. And I think that you have to say when you get up in the morning, okay, what is my plan for today? What do I hope to accomplish today? And so when you do that, you, you, you can't fail. Mm -hmm. You can't fail to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you've done the things that you set out to do today. Now, I don't care because I believe in self-care. I don't believe if it's I'm going to sit out and soak in the sun today and put my legs up and get me some vitamin D. If that's what you wanted to do, that's what you that's what you succeeded at for that day. That's right. So, well, because yeah. we have to we also have to listen to our bodies, right? Yes. What it There's says, pain means pay attention inward now. That's what it means. So pay attention inward now. Anytime you're feeling any type of pain, whether it's mental or physical, pay attention inward. It's something inside that you need. So does everybody have a notebook in this episode? Because I can't. <laughs> you need to rewind multiple sections and take these notes because this should be on your mirror. Okay. <laughs> to listen to every day, but that is true, you know, and here, and the thing about it is, and, and I know some people think it's a little cheesy and everything, but mm -hmm. I'm a, I, okay. <laughs> then this happens. I don't think it's going to happen right now, but this happens sometimes, even in, when I'm recording a podcast mm -hmm. episode, my alarm will go off uh -huh. and it's because I have affirmations that are set yes. on my phone. So mm. it's not to be disruptive. It is to remind myself. Yes. Yes. You have to post because notes. by, <laughs> by five o'clock. I need mm -hmm. to be told that I'm enough because something okay. <laughs> where I'm like, Am I enough now? No. <laughs> uh, questioning this, but mm -hmm. but but see when you do that, you're reminded. Yes. You're and it reminded. Keeps, you grounded. keeps mm -hmm. you grounded. You know, one of the things that I had like that, it was a post-it note, and I had it like it was the funniest thing because I had it on the refrigerator, then I had it on the stove. Like I had it all over the house. Like I was gonna see that thing everywhere I turned. And it was don't own other people's problems. Like that was I had to see it. Like mine, because, yeah. <laughs> I was almost similar to yours. I had to put one right there in front of where I spend most of my day, which is uh -huh. the computer. And it said, you are not responsible for other people's happiness. That's it. That's it. Don't own it. Like, so I'm telling you, so when people tell, get, you know, they, they talk to me and they, they dumping, you know how people dump on you and I'm listening and I'm going, yeah, and I'm really listening, but I'm not owning nothing. <laughs> but that's no. see, that's good. Yeah. And that's it. You got that. Uh, I was watching a Kevin Hart thing once, and he, he, it was, it was this. Oh my gosh. Okay. People are going to, if you ever watch this, I'm going to, I'm going to need to go find the name of the thing that I was watching. It was one of his shows. And he said, um, his wife was talking negatively, I think with his girl, with her girlfriends and uh -huh. stuff. So anytime he would get around something too negative, he would say, force field. Right. Force field. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I started thinking of that. I was uh -huh. like, force field, because you don't have time for that. Yeah. You don't yep. have time mm -hmm. for that. Yes. So whatever yes. you have to do, if you need it, if it's force field for you, if it's some other word that you want to use, mm -hmm. you know, those are that's yep. something that, to think about because it's very yep. easy. You're over here trying to energize the world, bring your happiness, bring your positivity, and then someone yes. like just you got to pull out an umbrella because they're doing a poop storm, you know, <laughs> right? just negative stuff. And it's yep. like, mm -hmm. no, not today. Yeah, not today. I, not, I, I have no room. I'm, I'm, not I'm already that filled on. up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm filled up to here. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm not filling it up with poop. No, not me. Yes, you yes. Know? I'm, I'm telling oh. you, it's, it's awesome. But when you start living like that, you live so free. It's so inviting. I mean, you just, it's well, like people okay, want to be around you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right? For sure. Mm -hmm. People don't want to be around somebody who's a grumpy, mm -hmm. and angry. Yep. And yep. Upset but you have to be careful that. when you're like that too, because people will want to be around you to pull on it, to pull on that energy. And that can be draining. So you do mm -hmm. have to, it's a balance. It's a balance. Yep. Mm -hmm. You have to have boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> that's much. a whole that's a that's a whole nother episode mm -hmm. that I'll do mm -hmm. one day called 
how to have boundaries. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good one. That's a whole thing. Like I, I had to like read a book on it and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Because mm -hmm. it's necessary. Um, it, mm -hmm. And it's hard because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, when you're a giver, when yes. you're a pleaser, mm -hmm. people like to take all yeah. of that energy. Yeah. So you, you yeah. do have to be very careful with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but hope, how do, so now everybody's energized. They're like, oh my gosh, I just really want to follow you. And so how do they do that? Where can people find you? Where can they follow your work and the, the great things that you're doing? Um, they can find me on a dose of hope.org. That is my, I, I, my hub, if you will. Um, I keep everything is housed there. The radio show, everything is housed there. Um, so that's the easiest way to say a dose of hope.org, but I'm also, um, on all social media. You can just put, my name is hope Cherie stiff S T I T H. And, um, I'm everywhere. Just Google search hope. You'll find me. Oh, you'll, you'll find, find her. Me. Google search a dose of hope radio or hope, hope Cherie. Awesome. And I, like I said, I'll make sure that your info is included in the show notes. I am so incredibly grateful for your time, your you energy, your positivity, because you, you've blessed me today. But not only have you done that, you've blessed everyone listening. And that is uh, something that I'm so grateful for. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. I really do. Any opportunity that I can share, I appreciate. So thank you so yes. much. Yeah. And you've got, you've just inherited a lot more fans because people, <laughs> I, I know, you know, I, what I like to, to think about my podcast is it's a platform. It's like getting an appetizer, you mm, know, of an amazing yeah. human being. But if you want to get the full course meal, you've got to yeah. go and, and continue to follow the journey. Um, because that that's, you know, where you get the continuous inspiration. Yeah. So definitely, definitely check out a dose of hope.org and uh, hopes radio show. Uh, because that that is something that we can all use. So thank you again Amen. so much for, for coming on the thank show. Thank you. Huh? And you are so amazing and cute. <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that I have a just a little something sweet before before <laughs> I start so I can have some the right energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, you better be glad I didn't have my coffee. I'd have been like, ah! I was like, so I'm not going to lie. I may have had ice cream as a part of lunch today. <laughs> it may have happened. Well, that, make you, that makes you happy. Ice cream I, always makes you happy. Don't judge me. It's my kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had some yesterday and, and I was, I was like, mm, look at those kids over there laughing. Cause we was eating ice cream. And I, the kids are over there really having a good time laughing. He's like, Kids always have a good time when they eat ice cream, Hope. I was like, oh, yeah, right, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Look, but kids it's, and adults. It's, it's that one thing uh -huh. that I won't say no. <laughs> are you full? Are you good? Oh, there's ice cream. Well, I'm full, but I mean, I could have a little bit. I mean, right, right. Yeah, always. Know. Yeah, I love ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So, so th this episode was like the ice cream in your day. I just know it. I feel that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, you know, follow hope. Um, and then I'd love to follow up with you again and see, you know, see the exciting things that you're doing. So this isn't Absolutely. the last of, of us having more conversations. Cause I'm going to, yes. I'm going to keep up with you, girl. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Me too. I also as well, I'm going to be checking you out. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Thank yes. you for your support. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hope Cherie. That was one of my favorite episodes. I just have to say, the first time that I've had someone sing on the show, do you not just want to replay that over and over again? That definitely made my day. I have to admit to all of you that it has been a trying couple of days with everything that I have going on from a professional perspective, uh, going through a really big move. It's been quite the transition for me and doing this podcast has been incredible because it gives me hope, 
pun intended, um, and inspiration, having the most incredible guests come on the show. I feel so very blessed and I am utterly inspired by Hope's story of perseverance. Talk about the epitome of Born Unbreakable, having those moments like she described at 19 years old, being told no or being told that you're not enough because you don't look a certain way. She persevered through that. She got through that to get to the other side and look at who she has become. She was already destined for stardom and greatness from birth five years old as uh, a young talented individual who has now been able to do so much with her gifts but if there's anything that i took away from this episode it really is that spirit of what we all have in us to go out there and do good in the world it's magnificent that she gives those doses of hope like she talked about on her radio show where you're finding the good. And I promise you all, I go through this struggle right there with you where it is so easy to focus on the things that are not so great and are frustrating in our days. Uh, and it is people like hope and moments like this that remind us that the world is a bigger place that is meant for us to do good. So do me a favor today. Turn off the news. Don't pay attention to those politically charged uh, notifications and the negative pop-ups that you've got wherever you get them on social media do something kind for someone today whether it's a small act of kindness or a big one it doesn't have to cost money call someone tell them that you're thinking of them today go to the store and do what hope did Ask somebody genuinely how they're doing. Thank somebody for the work that they're doing. The cashier that you go to. The salon person that did your hair, you know. Have those interactions with people that make them remember you for the kindness that you gave to them. Do that small act of kindness. Be the good that you want to see in the world. We're all capable of that. And we all have the power to influence someone's day for the better. We all have that. So do me that favor and do that good act of service in the world today. And definitely follow Hope. She is such a magnificent person such a wonderful inspiration and i know that she will continue to inspire you thank you so much for tuning in to the born unbreakable podcast i feel so blessed to have you with me every single week next week another episode is coming your way that will inspire you and if you or anybody that you know has a story about being born unbreakable and wants to come on the show go to bornunbreakable.com fill out the submission form and share your story with me and you might just get selected to be on the show. Remember that you are your only limit. So take action today and I'll see you again next week.